All right. Amen. So, um, uh, just wanted to uh, welcome all those listening and joining us live and all those that's listening online. Uh, we have at this ministry and we thank God for the, 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 the many people that's, uh, that tune into the ministry, the many people that join in uh, to the ministry. Uh, we have about, it's, it's way, way, well over 35, um, along with subscribers and followers, 35,000 people that join in or that follow, follow Fire Realm, follow myself, my wife, and what we do here at the Fire Realm. We welcome all those that would that um, that is listening, and all those that want to take advantage of the resources that we have. Remember, you can always go to FireRealmGlobal.com. F I R E R E A L M Global.com, and you could be able to download the resources. We have a media center. We also have videos. We have tons of sermon series if you're interested in the sermon series please send us an email and for those that's interested in in uh in sowing meaning that you want to fight god has placed on your heart to financially support the ministry so the gospel uh and this ministry can continue to to um to go forward if god has placed on your heart to give any amount you can do so at our website at Fire Realm Global, and as a free gift, we was also send you a gift, uh, gift series that we have preached here at the Fire Realm, just as a thank you for the support, and um, and, and 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 just being obedient to God and what He has laid on your heart. Uh, also, for those who are following our ministry, we do have a prayer CD and an album from Golden, my wife. That you can download us. It is on iTunes and the prayer CD as well. It's absolutely free. Uh, the prayer CD is free, but the album um, it's on iTunes. You can pay for it on there, or on Google, or all these uh, Amazon wherever you, you download your music. You can take advantage of that. Um, the music video has been released as well. Be expecting uh, more music videos to come out from the album. So we're excited here at the Fire Realm about what God has been leading us to do in this season. Uh, you can also remember you can also follow us on Instagram, follow us on um, Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and you can follow our updates to see what's happening, our events, our um, um, not just events, but also anything we're doing here at the Fire Realm, whether it's evangelism and things like that, you can follow along and um, and support. So just wanted to mention those things. And uh, thank all those for joining in. And um, we're going to go ahead and get right into the word today. Um, my name is Jason Hunt. For those, if you don't know already... And I'm the founder, along with my wife, Golden, uh, here at the Fire Realm. We believe that God will change your life through his word and things will remain the same in your life. So whatever it is that you're going through, know that if you are, if you will make a decision to be obedient to God, God will not leave you where you are. He will, 
He will move. He will make a way. And he will show you the decisions that you'll need to make. So you can um, receive from him and you can see his power moving in your life. So, so without further ado, we'll go ahead and get right into it. Um, today we're going to talk about, uh, before I get started, but I want to go ahead and pray actually. And, and uh, we're going to be talking about how the title of this message, you have great authority in prayer. Uh, well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. But let me pray and just allow the Holy Spirit just in. Um, he's already here, but we always like to pray and just pray that, that people understand what the Lord is saying for their lives and that God has his way. So, Father God, we just thank you, Lord, today. We pray, oh, Lord Jesus, for this service this morning. We pray, Lord, that your word may be heard clearly. And that, Father God, not only heard clearly, but, Lord, that your um, your revelation may be given, that we may see what you're saying and what you're doing and how you're leading our lives. Lord, we know that you're the God that answers prayer. Not only do you answer prayer, but, Lord, you make very clear what you're saying and what you're doing. And you want us, Lord, to walk into your will for our lives. So, Lord, let us hear today and let us see spiritually clearly that we can move with you and not against you, that we can follow your path that you're leading our lives. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, uh, the title of this message, as I said, is called, You Have, a, you have Great Authority in Prayer. You have great authority in prayer, and it comes from um, a lot of people. I don't know if you recognize this, or you probably have seen this before. But uh, people, the thing about people is that they pray, and you know, you or you ask someone, you know, hey, you know, do do you have Jesus in your life? You may be evangelizing, and they say things like, "Oh, I pray," or "I go to church," and things like that. Well, the thing about this is that people pray, but the issue, the issue you'll notice in their lives is that they pray, but they don't get results when they pray and their prayers don't really get answered. In other words, they can be dealing with a situation or issue and they'll say, you know, I'm praying about it or I'll pray, I'll pray, I'll pray, but nothing changes. Nothing happens. Well, that's not how God moves. God is not the God where who, you know, where where He has His people praying, who are obedient to Him, and nothing happens. That 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 that's not how God moves. God, why would He tell you to pray if He doesn't if He doesn't answer or if He won't answer? Well, the thing is, people pray but don't get results because they don't follow the order of God. The order of God, meaning that um, they're not obedient to God in their lives. They're not following everything that God is telling them to do. For example, um, you know, for example, that people may say, oh, you know, I pray, but I don't go to church. And 
they refuse to go to church. They rather just, you know, stay home or watch TV and things like that. They don't want to hear the word of God. Well, they expect God to do so much when they pray, but yet they're not giving God anything to work with. They're not uh, in a place to hear the word of God, to fellowship with other believers, to change their surroundings, you know, and things like that. So there's a lot of people that pray, that believe in prayer, but they don't follow God's order. They don't follow God's order for their lives, yet they want results in their prayer life. And, you know, even for those listening, you have to do an evaluation of your life. You know, if you're uh, if you're in a place of prayer in your life, but you notice that your prayers are not getting answered, you got to ask God what's taking place in your spiritual life. It may be something you're doing. It may be something that you're ignoring, but God wants to make it clear to you. So I'm going to show you how one of the things uh, uh, spiritually that um, Jesus made very clear concerning prayer and how God, he wants to answer and he desires to answer. It's in Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 through 7. Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 7. And here's what it says. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 through 7. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly and when you pray do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do for they think that they will be heard for their many words okay so if you notice here on this uh on on this passage if you notice that god he makes very clear that when you go and you pray in secret that he will, he will reward you openly. Not only that, but it says that God, he can see and God knows and he rewards. So why would God tell you to go pray, right? And him, know, if God can see and he knows, why would he, why would he talk about a reward? Notice what the Bible says that if you pray in secret, the Bible says he will reward you openly. What does that mean? He'll make very clear that he heard your prayers. You know, I've seen in my life this when God um, when, when I go pray, I always get an answer. Always. There's no such thing as my my prayer life. I can say this with confidence today that every time I have went and prayed about something. That God always answered me. What about you, sweetheart? You? Yep. All right. So, so, and check this out. 
at times, I didn't get the answer right away, but eventually he answered me. Amen. And the thing is, so what does that tell you about God? So all those that say to themselves, oh, I pray, but God didn't answer me. I pray and, and I feel like I'm not getting no answers from God. Well, maybe you're a hypocrite. Maybe you, you, you're one of those that God has called as a, a hypocrite. You say one thing and you do another. In other words, God made clear, Jesus made clear that the, the, the hypocrite, they think they're going to be heard because of their many words that they say, but they have the reward. In other words, God won't even answer them. In other words, he'll give them what their hearts desire, which is not a changed life. And they don't really want to hear from God. They're just doing it because of whatever evil motive. So if you are praying and you're not getting results in your prayer, this is a call for you to get your spiritual life in order. In other words, you have to do inventory. You have to analyze and pray about and then say, God, answer me. Search the scriptures and say, God, what am I doing wrong? It may be some of us, you're doing something wrong that you're not aware of. Maybe you have offended the Lord and didn't realize it. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that in Malachi chapter 3, where God says, you have robbed me. And the people didn't know that they were robbing God. And he was like, how? The people was like, how? He said, in your tithe and your offering, this is why I allowed you to be defeated by your enemies. This, it, that had to do with finances. But God had a problem with them and it had to do with an area of their lives that they didn't realize. So I use that as an example to show you that God may have a problem with you and you don't even realize it. That's why he will allow situations to happen in your life to give you a wake up call and, and to show you that, hey, the reason why this is happening is because God did it and he's trying to get your attention because you've been ignoring what he's trying to show you. So we can see that God is a God where he rewards. God doesn't just, you know, see and he doesn't just look at what's going on in your life and doesn't do anything. He sees, the Bible makes it clear, that he can see what's going on in your life. So he's, he, he, he also knows, that means he knows your tears. He knows what bothers you. He knows how you've been begging for this and begging for that. And you've been going through this and going through that. But he's silent for some of us. Or for some of us, he will reward you through prayer. So, so, so God is not up in heaven or far away, you guys. He's really not. God is not this type of person where he's just, he's just so far away where you can't talk to him. Or he's just so far away that you can't reach him. No, he's not. He sees exactly what you're going through. You know, like today, for example, you know, you know, um, uh, what, you know, what, uh, what, as even as you listen to this, we're outdoors. As you, you probably hear the birds, and it's a beautiful day, actually, beautiful weather out here in Miami, Florida. But do you know the Bible even talks about the birds that God feeds the birds in Matthew six? You probably hear them, you know, chirping. But the Bible talks about the birds, how God feeds the birds. Do you know the birds, they're, 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 they're of less value than human beings, even though we have these animal rights groups, you know, that considers human lives more, uh, less precious, I mean, sorry, less precious than animals. 
you know, we can fight for justice for animals, but not for people. Isn't our, isn't our society twisted today? You know, but but God, he he looks after the birds and he sees what and knows that the birds are hungry, but he feeds them. So so that tells you that God is not far away. He he concerned even about the animals. So so let's go even deeper. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 4 through 7. We're going to look more and see about God being a rewarder. How God does reward his people. If you are a Christian and you are a, a, a believer that is following the order of God. And you're being obedient to God. I don't care what the situation is. The character of God is to reward people. That's his character. He doesn't, he doesn't move in a way where he won't reward you. So, I'm going to show you. Hebrews 11, verse 4 through 7. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with fear, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. So if you notice, the Bible says that God, he rewarded these people because of their faith in God. That tells you something. Why would God put, why would God reward these people but not reward you? These people, Abel, Noah, um, and there's more You can read for yourself in Hebrews chapter 11 But why would God reward all these people And not reward you Does that mean they're better than you Does God have favoritism Does God look at other people and say You know what mm, I don't like her Let me bless this person in their face Or reward this person in their face Oh I don't like him I'm not going to make him, uh, I'm not going to reward him. Is God that type of person? No, he's not. He's not a God of favoritism. So, so if you notice, it says he's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Notice the type of people that he's a rewarder of. He says those. What, what, what's those? It's a, a specific type of people. What type of people? Those that what diligently seek him. So if you're the type of person that seeks God when you need something, he's not rewarding you. 
If you're the type of person that that only seeks God when it's beneficial for you, or you only wanna 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 be a a, a giver, uh, you wanna financially give to the kingdom of God when for for when it benefits you, or you're the type of person that only wants to read your Bible when you're going through something, or you're the type of person that only wanna reach out for prayer and get involved in church and evangelism when it's beneficial for you. Guess what? He's not going to reward you. He, the Bible says that he's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Diligently means a constant doing. Someone who constantly, whether things are good or bad, they're seeking the Lord. They're, 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 they, they maintain their lifestyle. Notice what the Bible says too. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God Rewards. That means the people that he was talking about in Matthew chapter 6 that goes and prays in secret, these people are those who diligently seek him. And the Bible says that when these people go pray about something or they want something in prayer, the Bible says God's going to give it to them. So you're telling me that if it's a miracle, or it's some type of change, or it's something that they know that they can't do in themselves, that they go and pray about, you telling me that God is going to answer these people? And the answer is yes. You know why? Because these people, if you are a seeker of God, and you're diligently seek him, seeking Him, you have a level of authority in your prayer life. You know what authority means? That means that whatever takes place in life that causes people to go into depression, that causes people to go into financial hardship, that causes people to be remain sick, or causes people to cry and to say that I don't see no way out, or, 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 or this looks impossible. Those who diligently seeks the Lord what happens to others, those who diligently seek the Lord have the authority to change it. That means that you're telling me that if there's something impossible going on in my life, that because I have authority in prayer as someone who diligently seeks God, that there's a reward for me? Yes, there is. See, See, you have authority in prayer. Now, I want to take my time with this because this is real powerful. That the Bible says, let me just pull it up one more time. The Bible says that, I'm just going to, let me just go to it here. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is awarded to those who diligently seek him. That reward was for Noah to be saved with his family. So something that was life changing, life altering for him, he escaped because of his faith and his prayer life. Abel is another example. He received... A blessing from God through the word of God because God blessed him through his word. And Abraham received a blessing because 
of his faith and him seeking the Lord and many others in the scripture. So, so, so if you begin to seek after, if you, if you're seeking God and I wrote this down, belief and application and applying and action with prayer produces results, miracles and change. So the things that's in people's life, you have a that 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 they don't have authority over. You through prayer, you have authority over it. Not only do you have authority over it, but you can see change in that in, in that area. So, so, so that means that unfruitfulness, and I wrote this down: unfruitfulness, barrenness. Hindrance, setback, accusation and jealousy. All these things that literally consume people's lives and destroy them. It won't touch you because God is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. It won't touch you because you, you see results through your prayer life. You see miracles. You see change in your life. So let's let's move on further because I wanna I wanna I, wanna, uh, I don't I wanna highlight highlight this in First Samuel chapter eleven verses twenty, I'm sorry First Samuel chapter one verses eleven through twenty. I wanna show you how this looks because I don't think some of us are really seeing in its fullness how this how this looks. There was a there was a woman named Hannah in the scripture that dealt with real life issue and this issue was she had to deal with uh, uh, um, her husband's uh, uh, wife second wife she was also a wife to her husband um, but she had to deal with her husband's uh, uh, other wife which was named Penina and he had two wives at that time and he had to deal with she had to deal with the jealousy and the accusation from Penina. Not only that, but she had to deal with the fact that she was barren. That means the doctors told her you can't have children. She had to deal with the real life issue of hindrance and setback and unfruitfulness. Let me tell you something. At that time when you didn't have children or you couldn't have kids, it was looked at as if God cursed you. That you were a curse. You were somebody that God didn't favor. Have you ever seen or felt like that? You ever seen people like that? Where it's like God hasn't favored them. They pray things never happen. They believe things never happen for them. I know a lot of Christians that's waiting for promises from God. And it's not happening for them. They're waiting for something to fall in the, from the sky And it's not happening Why? Something is wrong with that God is a God that rewards Those that diligently seek Him You can't tell me That God is not a rewarder And I can prove it to you through the life of Hannah Hannah was a real person She loved God She served God but if you were look at her from the outside, you would say, "Oh, you, you, God don't love you. 
Look at you, you're barren, you're unfruitful, you have hindrances, setbacks in your life. There's jealousy and accusation around you. So let's see what happened with her. Verse, 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 11 through 20. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on my affliction, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, how long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maid servant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace. And the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. And she said, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Then they arose early in the morning and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked for him, asked for him from the Lord. Now notice what she did, Hannah. She made, she made a, a, a vow to God. In other words, she said, God, if you would look on me in this area of my life that I need you, I will give back to you what if you would uh, I give back to you the child that you give me. In other words, if you answer my prayer, I will honor you for what you have done for me. So 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 she had a law of honor operate in her life where where she didn't just receive a blessing from God and go about her way. She, she understood the, the principle of honor. And the thing is, the Bible says that the Lord, he heard. And he gave her a miracle by allowing her to have a child. See, she went into prayer. And she knew that her life was filled with unfruitfulness, barrenness, hidden. Uh, hindrance setback but when she understood her authority in prayer she received what doctors couldn't do even to this very day a doctor today 
cannot force a woman to, who's barren to become pregnant. Even today in 2019, or whenever you're listening to this, unless there's some medical breakthrough, but, um, you know, nine times out of ten there isn't. But but she, she got an answer. And she was able to get the miracle she was looking for. So what did she do? Her belief mixed in with her application and action. What happened? She went to the house of the Lord. She went and prayed. And not only did she went and pray, but it took faith to continue to sleep with her husband. And she received results and she received change. See, it's not enough to just go and pray about it. You got to put action with it. In other words, whatever it is that you're praying about, are you just sitting there? Or are you actually going out and doing something when you pray? That's where some of us, we get it twisted. It's not enough for you to just go and pray. You need to go and put action with your prayer. And if you and, and the thing is, she even named the child. She named the child, which means God hears. She made clear that in this child's name, that God does hear. That God does see. He is aware of what's going on. And so if for some of us, that thing that you're praying for, that God is going to do for you, Wait, 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 wait. He's going to do it for you, but he wants you to give him the glory and the honor as well. That he wants you to give identity and to share with people that he did it and not you. You couldn't do it by yourself. So, so, so we have authority in prayer here. That when life situations happen that look like it can't change, you can go to God and pray with your action and expect God to reward you when it comes to life circumstances. Isn't that amazing? So that means that when you have obstacles in your life or things that look like they can't be changed or things that, 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 that bring heartache and pain, it's amazing to know that I have authority that I can go to God and I know the principles of God that can get answers and results in my life. So let's go over to chapter 2, verse 18 to 21. And let's see more about what took place uh, with Hannah. Chapter chapter 2, verses 18 to 21. 1 Samuel, chapter 2, verse 18 to 21. But Samuel ministered before the Lord even as a child wearing a linen ephod moreover his mother used to make him a little robe and bring it to him year by year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice and Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say the Lord gives you descendants from this woman for the loan that God has that God was given to the Lord. Then they would go to their own home, and the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Now notice 
What's so powerful about this? The Bible says that that because Hannah loaned to the Lord what God blessed her with, that God blessed her more. You know, I like to like look at that with people's lives. God, you know how God He's He has loaned you life. And and how when you give your life to him, he in return gives you something. He gives you his word. He gives you change. He gives you many different things. Salvation of your loved ones. So many different things that God blesses you with. But God is all water. Notice how he used Eli's, Eli's words, which carried power to bless Hannah again. That's why you need to honor the words that uh, God uses an anointed man of God, a woman of God to speak. Because when you honor those words, those words come with power to bring change in any area of your life that was once barren. I've seen many times where God would use a man of God, a woman of God to speak over my finances, speak over my life, speak over health or speak over business or what have you. And their words carried power that brought fruitfulness and change to that area of my life because I respected and honored the word of the Lord that came from that anointed man and woman of God. See, just like Hannah, that's what she did. She went to the house of God and Eli spoke a blessing and his words carried so much power that when she performed action with her prayer to continue to sleep with her husband, she had more children. So that area of your life that's barren, that's unfruitful, not only when you go to prayer and you perform action, when you see results in that area and you give that blessing back to God, God says that if you allow them to continue to speak over that area and you continue to, 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 to be an earnest seeker of the Lord, the Bible says that you're going to have more fruitfulness in that area. That means if it's your business, God is going to make you even more fruitful. If it's your spiritual life and you're seeking God and you're praying and fasting, God is going to bring you more joy and more peace and more change. You know, so, 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 so the Bible is making very clear that God is a rewarder. He is the type of person that, that blesses abundantly. You know, some people... They're used to God just meeting a need. But what about the God that doesn't just meet the need and make Hannah pregnant? What about the God that does exceedingly and abundantly above all that you ask or think? What about that God? See, we like to preach in the church today that God meets the needs. But there's not a, there's not a lot of preachers preaching the abundance of God. Because they themselves have experienced the abundance of God. And so because of their own experience, they hinder the people of God when they press in for the, for a, the abundance that God destined for them to have. I don't know about you, but I want to be like Hannah. I don't just want to receive just enough or just my need met. I don't want to just have a, a baby, a spiritual baby, you would say. 
When it comes to, I don't want just God to meet a need. No, 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 no. The devil is alive. I want God to, to come back and to speak a word to me. To, to, to send an Eli where he can bless me in abundance. And I can be even more fruitful. See, if that's in your business or your finances, your health, in your marriage or your relationships. Or, your, or whatever you believe in God for or you're, you're, you're pressing in for God for. Whatever dream, I don't know what it is, but 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 have you hindered God by just doing just enough? Notice what Hannah did. She kept going back to the house of God to check on Samuel. And she didn't know that God wanted to bless her even more. And if you read for yourself, we're not going to talk about it today, but I want you to read the next chapter. You'll read about Hannah's declaration. After seeing the power of God and the authority of God through prayer, she prayed a prayer. I think it's 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 in the. Let me just. I'm sorry, it's in chapter two. Yeah, it's in the same chapter, chapter two. But you can read it on your own time. Hannah declared, after seeing the power of God and the of the authority of God through through prayer. She began to declare who God was. And that began to show the power of decreeing and grabbing a hold of the promises of God through prayer. See, the thing is, if we talk about prayer, you can see even through what we learned today that it's not enough just to pray about things. Many people are praying, but they're not seeing results in their prayer life. They're not seeing it. And God doesn't want that to happen. Why? Because that shows that God is not a rewarder to those who diligently seek Him. He doesn't be, want to be seen as a God that is a reward. No, because He's not like that. He's a God that rewards. And we can see very clear through Hannah's life that God does reward. Not just Hannah, but Noah and all those that moved in faith. So I leave a challenge with you today that to understand that to get your mentality out the way, it's not about what you have experienced in your past with God. Some of us, what you experienced with God, you were the problem. You were the hindrance. That's why God couldn't answer you. Some of us, God needs your action. You're praying, but you're not praying with action. You got to be like Hannah. Yeah, you went and prayed and made a vow. Yeah, you went to God uh, with, with, with your agreement. You did business with God to say. But you're not going and, and, and sleeping with, you, with, with, with your promise. In other words, like Hannah had to believe that when she went back to her husband, that when she slept with him, that she was going to be pregnant. That's an act of faith. So in the same way, you got to go back to that area that you're praying about and put action behind it so God can answer you. In other words, some of us, you're praying about a job, but you don't want to go fill out applications. You're praying about a business, but you don't, you're not going to start that business. Or you're not advertising. You're, you're scared to advertise. You're scared to meet people and be bold about your business. Or some of us, you're, you're, you don't wanna, uh, you, you wanna, you're praying for people, but you don't want to go and minister the gospel to them. You don't want to go and preach the gospel to them so they can get saved. How do you know that God is the one to use you 
to lead them in the prayer of salvation. So you have to put action. And the thing is, you know, and, and, and some of us, God is going to answer that prayer. But he wants to do abundantly, even what you ask. But he needs you to go back to the house of God. He needs you to go back to that place in your life. So you can, so you can receive this time a word. God wants to give you a word. He wants to give you instruction. So you can what? Be even more fruitful. See, you got the answer from God in prayer. You did. You got the answer. He answered you. He did what you asked him. But he wants to bless you double. He wants to bless you more. But he wants to do it this time through his word and through giving you instructions. So he can give you more. See, he wants to do you like Solomon. Solomon, he prayed for wisdom and God gave him wisdom. But not only that, but God gave him even more of what he didn't ask for. Through his word. And if you read Solomon's life, you can see that. You can see that God blessed him with more. And he put him in situations to practice the wisdom and utilize the wisdom that God had given him. So today, look over your life. Look over areas of your life. And begin to pinpoint certain things where God is challenging you to use your authority in prayer so you can see the answers that you're looking for in your life. God is a rewarder. God is not the type of God to not answer or reward his people. If you're not receiving a reward, it could be God is saying, not now, wait. Or it could be that you're the problem. Or it could be that you're, that, that God is waiting for you to do business with him, like Hannah. How long God was praying, how long she was praying about this, but until she did a vow, in other words, she did business with God, and there was an exchange, then she received an answer. So, so I hope this, that this message today blessed you, and I encourage you to listen to it over and over again, so you can get it in your spirit, so you can have this area of your life um, uh, change. You can receive change in this area of your life when it comes to prayer. There, are, Let me tell you something, people. There are many people praying. Many people are not receiving answers for their prayers. Many people are praying about things and they're, and they're not getting answers and they think God is going to answer them. And he is a rewarder, but there's a reason he's not answering them. Or many people are praying but they're not doing business with God I don't know about you but I decided in my life that I am going to do business with God I want God to reward my prayer life and he has and, I, I, and I'm so grateful and I want God to do the same for you for some of us God is telling you to 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 um, to um, Get more involved in um, in the things of God, in the house of God, like Hannah. He's telling you, you need to be more involved in the house of God. You're too far away. You're, you're, you don't really go to church. If God has called you to, 
you know, some of us, you, you, you follow us on social media and you listen to the podcast or the messages. God wants you more involved. Write us. Send us an email. Don't just listen. No. Write us. Be involved. We want to hear from you. We want to pray for you. Let us allow us to mentor you here at the Fire Realm. Allow us to be the voice of God in your life. And, 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 and we'll definitely make ourselves available as you make yourself available for God. As you honor the anointing of God. So I hope this bless you today. And, and, uh, and you take this start and you took notes. And remember, you can always download this. And, uh, and I encourage you to share this with someone else that you know their prayer life is not being answered. You know what's an awesome gift? To share the word of God with someone else. When you see that the miracle power is flowing, you want to have others experience that same type of change. And that's a heart of gratitude. That's a heart of not being selfish as well. That you want others to be blessed with what God is doing in your life. So we always take